everybody. Welcome to the Never Split Up podcast. This is episode 30. We have a special episode for you guys. We're covering the original Insidious, released in 2010. And we also have a very special guest. Uh, along with Anthony, we have my wife, Jackie, who is in a different room right now because we have gotten into an argument. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we had some audio difficulties uh, setting up uh, everything with her next to me, so she has to use her laptop which is why she's in a different room if you're uh, watching on YouTube and uh, on Spotify. But uh, we kind of took a mini vacation. We wanted to uh, let the holiday breathe a little bit. We we released our special holiday episode. Um, but now we're back with Insidious. And um, I mentioned my wife Jackie is on the podcast. She loves Insidious. It's her favorite franchise or one of her favorite franchises. We can get into that. But uh, how you doing, first of all, Jackie? <laughs> Hello. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be on finally. Yeah, this was one of the first movies when I brought up this podcast and told Jackie that we were starting this podcast. She said, I have to be on for Insidious um, for a couple different reasons. We'll get into one of the reasons a little bit later because I don't want to spoil things. Uh, but uh, she had Is to be on this episode. Patrick? Yeah, well, that, that, yeah, that. But. I was going to say. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I mean, I guess I can just say it. Um, I kind of tease her about this movie because she loves it way more than I do. So she said she had to come on and quote unquote defend this movie. Even though I don't dislike this movie, I just tease her about it all the time because I know how much she loves it. And uh, I know you love it too, Anthony. So this is going to be I a fun do. episode. Um yeah, this is going to be a big one, too, because this is um kind of like, h- how do you feel about this movie in terms of like how it's placed in the horror genre? I mean, it's kind of like a newer um, classic similar to Conjuring in a way. Um, yes. Do you want to talk on I that would, real quick? I would really relate this franchise a lot to The Conjuring. I think this franchise does certain things better than The Conjuring. And I think that if you ask people what their favorite uh, supernatural haunting movie is of the last, you know, 10, 15 years, you'll get a lot of people who say Insidious. And it's one of the most effective PG-13 horror movies I've ever seen. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess that's a good segue to just kind of talk about our overall thoughts. But before we do that, do you want to go over just um, like we usually do, like the cast and crew and stuff, talk about the movie? Uh, I don't know if you have a synopsis pulled up or anything. Yeah, I'll just do the typical IMDb stuff. Uh, so like you said, it was actually came out um, at Toronto International Film Festival in 2010. But the rest of uh, real life, you know, all the real people, we didn't get to see it until 2011, spring of 2011. That's when it was released, you know, nationwide for everybody. So it was a good hit. It was, I think, made for like a shoestring budget of like a million dollars and it ended up making over 100 million. So killed it. And uh is directed by James Wan, so if you're a horror fan, you should know who James Wan is of Saw, The Conjuring, Dead Silence, Malignant. You know, he's creating a lot of franchises. He's awesome. Um, and it was written by Lee Wanell, who they also, they're really good as friends, Australian friends. Uh, they collaborated on Saw, and they've stuck together um, ever since for the most part. You know, Lee Wanell went off and did his own thing, but great duo. And you can tell with these, especially these first two movies, that they work very well together. But uh, the synopsis is a family looks to prevent evil spirits from trapping their comatose child in a realm called the Further. And it stars the daddy, Patrick Wilson, uh, the lovely Rose Byrne, and uh, Ty Sinkins plays Dolan. He's a little kid. 
And we have Lynn Shay, who plays Elise. Uh, horror fans know her from her little cameo in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, Lee Wanell actually makes a cameo, too. He's one of the detective specs. Um, and we have Tucker, who's played by Angus Sampson. And Barbara Hershey, who's another horror icon. She plays the grandmother, um, Lorraine. So pretty awesome cast, too, for this little horror movie. Yeah, it is, for sure. Um, okay, cool. Let's get into our overall thoughts. Uh, Jackie, why don't you go first and kind of tell us um, if if you're new to this podcast, we do our we, we've been starting to do this this section where we kind of recommend the movie or not for people who haven't seen it. So um, we don't get into spoilers right away, but we're just going to give our overall thoughts and whether or not we recommend the movie. Um, uh, so yeah, go ahead. Well. Obviously, 100% recommend this movie to anybody. <laughs> I don't know if this is wrong because I feel like I, not that I'm desensitized to this movie, but I've watched it so many times, but I feel like it's a good, I forget what other movie you guys said this about, but I feel like it's a good starter movie because I feel like this is where gateway, one yeah. of the one, yeah, like a good gateway one because, I mean, to me, it's fun. I know a lot of people that have seen this do get really scared by it. Um, but I feel like it is a good gateway movie because it is PG-13 and it's, I don't know, fun. Um, I do love this movie. Rewatching it, I don't really, it's just good. I don't know what else to say. Like, um, I feel like, watch it. Um, there's really nothing better than, uh, Patrick Wilson being the dad. Um, and then I love the, um... Uh, like the paranormal piece of like I feel like there's another word but like with Elise I don't know I think that's a really good addition to it um Elise is for people who have not watched it she's a that helps this family um through whatever they're what the haunting that they are going through um and it's just fun it's hard not to give spoilers <laughs> it's a fun house ride it's yeah awesome. yeah it's just it's just it's a fun I feel like it's a good gateway. I, it's hard to mm. not give spoilers with that, but I definitely do recommend it to anybody. Okay. I'll go next just because you mentioned the fact that um, you're kind of desensitized to it because we've seen it so many times. Um, I like this movie and I do recommend it uh, to people, um, horror veterans and newcomers alike, even though it is PG-13. Uh, the reason I don't love this movie as much as other people um is because when it did first come out, and you mentioned this, Jackie, uh, people were like freaked out by this movie. Like it was, it was a pretty big hit. And I remember a lot of people like our age, Anthony. We were like what, like eighteen, nineteen years old, I think, twenty ten, twenty eleven. Um, I remember seeing a lot of people on like social media and stuff, like saying it's the scariest movie they've ever seen, and the lipstick demon is like super creepy, and um, the jump scares like really got them. I didn't get that. Because I am such a horror geek by then that, like, I just looked at it as, like, this cool movie, like, PG-13 movie. So, I feel like, in a way, it's it's a bit overrated. Um, but I don't want to say that in the lens that, like, I don't like the movie because I really do like the movie. And this is why I tease Jackie a lot. And this is why she wanted to be on the podcast because I talk about how overrated the movie is. But I really just say it tongue in cheek because I remember like how scared people were of this movie. I never really got that. And I never really understood it either. Cause I think one of the weak points of this movie is 
especially the first movie is like the um the villains and stuff they don't really um do it for me but um I do like this movie. I, I, I'm starting to get negative already, but I do like this movie. I think you mentioned the all-star cast. It's phenomenally acted. I, Patrick Wilson is awesome. He's awesome throughout the entire uh, franchise. He's great in the second one, too. Um, the woman who plays Elise, uh, Lynn Shay, is great. Uh, she was obviously a standout because they did two you know, prequel movies about her. Um, I think they realized their mistake in killing her. Uh, <laughs> kind of similar to the Saw franchise, but... Uh, Spoiler. Oh, did I just spoil it? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> See, I get ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll cut that out. <laughs> no, you can leave it. Leave it. <laughs> I'll, I'll put like a big disclaimer on the video right before or I say it. Or does she die? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't say when she dies. We, we, she, she could die at any point in the franchise. I didn't really. <laughs> you said it though. <laughs> You did um, say it. <laughs> so, right, is it a recommend talking. or not, man? Is I said it. I said not? it's a recommend. I said, yeah, I said All it multiple right. times. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, you guys have very, uh, you guys do have different opinions on this one. Yeah. I mean, uh, she's just a little bit more high on it than I am. But it's it's a recommend yeah. for me. I I wish I was explaining this more. I just feel like it's hard without spoiling it um well, we'll get into that I, very soon yeah but i feel like one other thing i wanted to add is because i me and nolan were talking about this of like i do not fully remember when i saw this sadly like the first time i watched it it might have been in the theaters but i was 2010 i was oh no 2011 it would have been 11 out. yeah you were like oh maybe i did two years 15, younger than 15. us so like 16 you were now you're probably like 16 I probably did see in the theater. Yeah, I definitely, because that was when I was seeing like horror movies in the theater and stuff when I finally was allowed with my friends. But yeah, I remember seeing it and I, that's what got me into horror was really insidious. Um, and it did freak me out for the longest time. Now I feel like it's more fun and I, I do love the movie. It doesn't scare me as much as it did. But I think that's why I love it a lot more than you do, Nolan, because I think you're already like, like, you were ready into horror rather than needing a gateway. Well, he mm-hmm. went in with the hype, it sounds like, too. And like that's, he went in yeah. with the hype. Yeah, that's awesome to hear because that's kind of why that movie was made as a PG-13 movie, to get people... I mean, you were, like, the prime target. You were, like, 14, 15 years old, was, like, kind of into horror, not really, and that, like, helped you get into the genre. So that's awesome. That's awesome, yeah. Um do you want to expand on that a little bit? Because, you know, this is your first episode. I believe we did this with Peanut. We kind of um, asked her how she got into horror. You kind of touched on it. But um, yeah, do yeah. you want to talk a little bit more, Jackie, of like what your favorite type of horror is and like what else got you into horror and like kind of like how you got into it? Because you said you didn't really grow up with it like we did when you were younger. Yeah, so... That's yeah, it's a little different than you guys because uh, you guys grew up a lot on the classics, which I didn't. Sadly, my parents were very huge are, are very huge movie people. So we were always going to the movies. But yeah, my 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 mom and dad would not touch scary movies. So my childhood friend, we were friends since we were 10. She actually got me into horror movies. Scream. I do remember watching that for the first time that. Yeah. Um, 
and loved that movie so much. And then we just watched, she chose more newer movies. It was always her and like more obscure movies. I don't know, Aunt, if you ever seen like Amusement. Of course. Or Oh my God, that movie. Or Grace. Have you ever seen that one? Oh yeah, I've seen that. The cannibal baby. Yeah. So like I watched, <laughs> I don't know. We watched those instead. Um, then like more of the classics of like Halloween and Friday the 13th. We watch more of like those obscure movies and newer movies like Orphan, you know, that type of amazing. thing. Another amazing movie, which I do want to be on for Orphan because okay. that's close okay. to my heart too. Um, so kind of with that started it, but I feel like when I really thought about it, because I figured you guys were going to ask me this, I first went to Halloween Horror Nights in Universal Studios, and this is such a weird segue, but in that was in 2015, and I was still kind of like scared of, um, like still had that like scared feeling with like horror movies and like. Be, and then, like, when you're in Halloween Horror Nights, if you ever can go, everyone should go that loves horror, you're basically in the movie set. So yeah. I remember going to the Insidious one, and there was a last part of um, the hand just going like this. Like, I that's, think that that was their job. And I thought that they touched me. I remember running out screaming. Like, that house freaked me out. And that's how I was with horror, but like I got more into it as I went to more of that stuff um, and started watching more of the classics and all the movies. So kind of movies, but I feel like that kind of atmosphere got me more into horror, which I feel like is different than you guys too. So I wanted to share that, but I just thought that was interesting because I was like, I feel like I didn't get too, too into it until I really went to horror nights for whatever reason. Because they had classics there. Like, I remember doing the Michael Myers um, Halloween house and that type of thing. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely, definitely a different unique. Perspective. Yeah, that's a unique <laughs> backstory of how you got into horror. A lot of people have, like, an older sibling or parents, but that's pretty cool. So you were, like, you know, in your 20s by then, right? Or, like, tw- about 20, 21? 19? 19, okay. 19, Yeah, so you were, like, pretty much an adult. And now, uh, I still so now, don't get me wrong. I still loved horror, but it wasn't like yeah. I do like then from then on. Uh, yeah, and um, I've talked about um, you before on this podcast how we love watching horror together. I mean, now we're pretty much known as the horror couple. We we watch horror movies all the time together. So, um, yeah, that's great. Uh, Aunt, you want to uh, talk about your overall thoughts and if you recommend? Yeah, and then we'll get yeah, into it for sure. So let me tell you something. I saw this movie opening night in a packed house and it is one of the best theater experiences I've ever had in my life. It was fucking awesome. People were hiding their faces. The jump scares were actually so effective. Everyone was literally jumping out of their seats, screaming, but not annoying. They weren't like doing it on purpose. It was like actually scaring them. It was the most, one of the most fun times I've ever had in a theater. I went with my sister and she was like, doing like, cause the build up to the jump scares, I think are excellent. She was like, you know, hiding her face. It's so good. It'll, there'll never be a time like the first time watching this movie, which is what I agree with Jackie on. Like now yeah. it's, you watch it for the fun house ride, but that first time in the theater, those, the scares were awesome. The atmosphere that James Wan created was so good. I think the further is awesome and so creative once you go in there. 
it's like an old little mini world. So that's why I think like the climax of these movies almost outdo the climaxes of the Conjuring movies because they're a little more creative. Um, yeah, I I'm in love with this movie. It's an all timer haunted house uh, supernatural horror movie for me, and it's not my favorite PG thirteen horror movie, but it's one of my favorite PG thirteen horror movies. Top five PG thirteen horror movies. Um, James Wan and Lee Whannell work so well together, and I actually think the heart and soul, acting wise, for you know Insidious and Insidious Chapter Two. I can't speak on the new one yet because I'm going to see that tonight. But I think the heart and soul of these movies is actually Rose Byrne who plays um, the wife. She's the heart and soul of these movies. She's, you know, she keeps the family together, Renee. So, but they're all excellent. But yeah, she's my, she's my girl. <laughs> keeps the family together. Yeah. Does. I mean, she, the yeah. first, especially the first two movies, um, yeah. she uh, freaking carries that family, man. She's like the only yeah. like one that's like, not, I, I hate to say sane, to but she's the only like, <laughs> yeah, she's the only one that's like focused on the mission. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So all three. So yeah, recommend. Recommend. Big recommend for me. Um, is this like a must see? Is that in that category for, me, for it's you? A must. Okay. Um, if, yeah. if someone hasn't seen it, yeah. Yeah. Must watch. I mean, if someone's into supernatural horror and they haven't seen this movie, that's pretty unique. I doubt we're gonna get any listeners that <laughs> fit into that category because <laughs> it was a pretty big release and it's pretty iconic now. But uh, yeah, it's possible. So yeah. Okay. Cool. So let's you get into the house ride watch it i mean if you want a haunted house pop out fun ride you know it's like you're going to a walkthrough pretty much okay cool yeah let's get into it let's uh dive spoilers. into the review yeah full-on spoilers um except the ones we already said or i already said <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we'll me. just keep going <laughs> uh yeah take it away Aunt. Why, why don't you bring us through the well, uh now that we'll, the opening well now that we uh you well, before we do that just i know we're gonna do a little backers but you you uh blew the lid in the beginning and you said a certain character dies i think the ending of this movie is the most effective ending in the entire franchise the first movie the ending is amazing uh what they do to elise and how they end it with uh renee just turning around and josh asking if she's okay and then it just cuts to the but we didn't even none of us spoke on that the score in this movie a plus 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 one of my favorite horror movie scores the violins it's just amazing so so good but i think the ending is like shocking and awesome such a good twist but uh yeah just wanted to say that because we already kind of uh gave away that a big uh fan favorite dies in the first movie of the franchise but they're creative enough to find a way to bring her back because you know the further but um yeah i yeah, it's a great ending. But yeah, the beginning is an also I think the beginning is a nice intro to the, uh, the whole movie, the vibe too. And we're like, we don't know it's young Josh, but we pretty much start the movie with young Josh in bed and we get that cool shot of the black, the woman in the black, uh, the black bride pretty much. And then we cut to the title card and I love myself a good title card. And uh, this one's badass. And then we get the whole credits with the creepy ghosts and shit. Good intro to like the ride you're about to have, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely. I'm not a huge fan of like long credits sequences. So I thought that oh, really? could have been trimmed down a little bit. I know you, you appreciate that a little bit, bit more. But <laughs> uh, yeah, the title card is pretty iconic and it, it's it's um it's a through throughout this franchise. It has that same title card, I think, in every movie. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen the last key, but I'm sure it has it in the last key, too. Um, So that's pretty iconic. The opening, like once you hear, like you said, once you hear that score and that like sharp pitched sound with the with the insidious so title guard you know you're you're in good hands so 
um yeah i uh i i like the beginning um where where does it pick up uh after we see the the sequence um we pretty much do that in the just credits, a disclaimer i'm sorry introduced. if i uh, aunt hasn't seen the new one yet but oh, yeah. um i have not jackie and i just saw the new one um this morning we went and saw it early mm-hmm. so I apologize if I accidentally get things mixed up because I'm still trying to get my mind back to Insidious 1. So we watched the first Insidious earlier, and then we went and saw the last, the most recent Insidious. So, like, my mind's kind of scrambled. So you might need to help me a little bit. But, um, yeah, uh... Yeah, what what are we what are we on now? So what's the opening so scene after the credits? Right after the like after like we see little Josh and the Black Bride and the credits, we get introduced to the family like right away. Um, you know, Rose Byrne comes Renee comes downstairs because find Dalton. He's like awake downstairs looking at like family photos or something, and uh, you know, they have their little cute moment, and then they're all men matching pajamas. <laughs> so, so cute. We get introduced to the family pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. um, Josh is a teacher. He's working. They just moved into a new house. You know. Renee's a little overwhelmed. She has a baby, um, a young kid, and then Dalton's probably like, I don't know, I would say maybe 10. He's young, to 8, 10, eight, some 8 to 10 in that uh, age group. Uh, so they yeah. have three kids. She's a stay-at-home mom. She gave up her, like, her career, you know, typical, like, setup of movies. She's the stay-at-home mom. He goes to work. She's overwhelmed. He's, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, they just moved into a new house. Uh, stressful. But she noted, you know, I think right in the opening, we already see, like, she put books on the shelf, but then she goes back and they're on the floor. So, like, little things like that that James Wan's already doing. Um, but you almost immediately relate to this family because they don't feel like actors. They feel like an actual family. Again, that's credit to the writing and the acting. But uh, I fell in love with them immediately. So I knew I was going to care about everything that happened to them. Okay. It's a little cookie cutter for me, um, just in the fact that, you know, it's fine the fact that they're moving into a new house. I mean, that's pretty standard for for uh, supernatural horror movies when you have like a haunting or whatever. But they don't even really try to like expand on that. I, I believe Jackie, you mentioned it to me. Like they don't really even really explain like why they moved. They kind of like alluded to the fact that they're having trouble like with their marriage and stuff. But they kind of just threw us that, into like, this uh... new house and. You're kind of just supposed cool <laughs> to. Yeah, it is a really cool house, yeah. But you don't really I just get anything. It was they so have a baby, so that's why they moved because they needed a bigger house. A bigger house, baby. yeah, yeah. Okay. A, um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, there's a part I can't remember when it is, but she was like, you know, I wanted this new start, and we're having yeah. a hard. We were having a hard time. I just felt like I wanted them to expand on that more. Hmm. I assume that you was know, like postpartum or something with the baby i think she just feels like she's she's not doesn't have like she's just a mom and that's her only purpose and she wants more of a purpose than that well, so she's like you know yeah fed up. and i it's it's funny you say you kind of fall in love with this family i think because i feel the opposite i mean um <laughs> josh is like not a great dad in this movie especially the beginning i mean I he's he pretty is. disconnected uh jackie's shaking her head what do you want to back me up on this jackie <laughs> i do because I don't know why I've never noticed it, and I've seen this movie so many times. I watched it yesterday. I watched one and two yesterday, back to back, and I was like, "Wow, he's an asshole!" <laughs> like he, like even in the beginning, husband. <laughs> well, yeah, like I was like, even when he just comes in, he's like, "Okay, bye," and I'm like, "I like, Got did I work. just get blinded of how much I love Patrick? <laughs> I never noticed that. Like, he's yeah, he's kind of already distant, which." 
It's when you further think of the movie, it makes sense. Well, when you find out his backstory, it also makes sense. He's kind of like already disconnected from things. But I relate to Renee so much in the beginning, especially when she's trying to talk to whatever customer service, like speak to an agent. I like, oh, yeah, I feel that girl. I feel (laughs) that girl so much when she does it on the phone. (laughs) Yeah, I love her. She's my favorite character in this uh, franchise. One of my first thoughts um, in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, The baby monitor. I just made me think I'm so glad it's more sophisticated now. So when I can see a ghost before I enter the room, (laughs) and it'll say motion detected because I'm just like, yeah, no, there's no way because she was hearing something and you didn't even have the full volume. Like when it lights up, dots that popped up. Yeah. I was like, no, (laughs) no, thank you. (laughs) So that, that sequence is iconic and so effective. And that's not even a jump scare. That's just like pure suspense and creepiness. Love it. This Love that it. yeah, that's one of the um. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that now. That's one of the sequences I is one of my favorites because it's not just a cheap jump scare. It's I think this is one of the legitimate, even watching it now, creepy moments in the movie where you know they don't really they don't really get into that a lot. They kind of use that in the beginning and they kind of abandon that whole concept of like and like whispering in the room and stuff. Um, I wish they kind of did that a little bit more throughout the movie because that was really creepy and it still is pretty creepy so good yeah now is that Uh, do we know if that's lipstick face demon or or who that was in the baby monitor it's not really said like what do you think what do you think that was because do you think it was talking to the baby because it was in the baby's room or do you think it was talking to renee through the monitor knowing it was like her listening because i'm still confused on that you can go I, I took it as because he like that same guy like fights well like jumping but like he f- has a fight scene with Josh in the further so I just assume he was just because there's many of that the people so in the many further spirits, trying, so it's hard to... trying to get there so I think that was one trying to maybe latch on to the baby because they were trying to hurt the baby technically because they like put her on the ground and stuff that poor baby in the first movie, and especially the second movie. Damn. Yeah, that's that's what I kind of. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the second movie. That, that no, the first the one, the baby. No, in the it... first one, the baby does end up on the ground. I think too. Yeah, like, it does. Okay, but in the second one, I think it literally gets like slapped. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just, yeah. I never... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so why don't we get to the? I guess the incident before we go too far with the uh, Dalton. Um, he sneaks into the attic. Um, again. You know, uh, classic, you know, attic haunting, creepy attic scene, which yeah. I have no problem with. I'm a fan of those, you know, yeah. classic uh, cliches. But uh, he, I love how they, like, film it. It's They don't show anything. We just hear, like, the crackling of the lips. Like, you just hear the crackling. Um, and he turns around, and then he falls off the ladder and hits his head. Um, and he gets up, and he hears it again. And then, obviously, the parent, Renee and Josh, come up and find him. Like, oh, you hit your head, you idiot. You know, you're not allowed up here. Um I, I don't know. I like the I like the sound again. The sound effects in this movie are so good. I'm happy we didn't see anything in the attic. We just uh, saw Dalton's reaction. Um, I really liked how they did that. And then he goes to sleep, and Josh goes to wake him up in the morning. Um, and he doesn't wake up. Um, he's in a coma. It's Terrible parents. Up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your son just fell from a ladder. Probably has a concussion, and you let him fall asleep. 
for the night. So, like, <laughs> are you surprised he's in a coma? Like, you know, he seems fine though. He seems <laughs> he fine. Seemed fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the one thing they tell you not to do is like let them fall asleep. <laughs> I would be such a bad parent. Like, all right, kids, sleep it off, man. <laughs> yeah, I always laugh at that. But you know, um, they get validated because he goes to the uh, hospital, and the doctor says there's nothing wrong with him whatsoever. Right. Um, right. He's totally fine. His brain function is fine. Uh, we're going to run some more tests, but uh, we don't know what's going on, like why he's right. not waking up. So that's pretty scary. They, I mean, they that's, can't do anything either way. Like he's pretty, just kind of in that state. Yeah. That's horrible. It's terrifying when you really think about it, like how that can just happen. Nobody knows what's going on. So I can't, I can't imagine what they're going through. Um I love the scene, um, and tell me if I'm skipping ahead too much, but I love the scene when they take him home for the first time. And well, we Renee... should say that it cuts to three months later. Like he's, it's been three months. Mm-hmm. Literally, he's in a coma. Yeah. So it's been. Yeah, you're right. So it's been three months before they take him home, right? Like he's been in the hospital for three months. I think that's they're how just it like, plays they're out. in the hospital. Then it kind of like cuts to black, and it just says three months later. So I'm not sure exactly when they brought him home. I think they did end up bringing him home about three months later because the nurse is there setting everything up. I think. Well, yeah, this is the scene I'm talking about because the nurse is explaining to um to Renee how to like care for him and what to how to right. change his fluids, and she has that moment where she's just like realizing like this is like my life right now and this is my son like and he's like it's it's pretty powerful that little like subtle acting they do in that moment i love that moment but yeah, you um, can feel her pain like just from her like her facial acting you just like oh you just want to give her a hug (laughs) i know i feel so bad for her the whole she's so good at like specifically her those terrifying like like shouts and screams when she's like calling for her family and stuff like she's so good at that roseburn and this is where i would argue that uh Josh is a worse husband than dad because he just pretty much is like, all right, I know he has to work, but he's like, you're at home. Like you take care of everyone. You take care of Dolan. Like I'm going to be at work and not deal with it. And he even, I know he starts to stay late at work. Like once the like hauntings start more for obvious reasons, but we find out eventually, but even in the beginning, it's not like he's coming home, like on a break, lunch break or like, he's not helping her as much as she should be. Um, It's pretty much her. And he's just like, I'm the money and that's it. Like, you know, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> see now you're seeing yeah he came home well, at one, the husband 11 30 because i know he loves the kids like he's he's very cute no yeah i wasn't saying kid. that but like it's yeah. more i was seeing it more yeah he comes home really late but i think pits. that's when he starts realizing um you know because he starts looking at the pictures i think that's when he starts like subconsciously remembering like he went through shit as a kid so i get that part no I know that he wasn't until the too. new house no, that's before the new house when he's staying late, right? He doesn't he doesn't remember until the new house, but I think he like starts he stays late that one day because he um Renee keeps telling him that like you know shit's happening in the house, he doesn't want to deal with it. Oh yeah, yeah. But he so didn't see his pictures yet. Of, no, 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 no. Uh they show it to him at the like halfway point. But uh yeah, it's a complicated relationship that everyone has, uh, pretty much. I think it's 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 a commentary on like you said, like how he's the breadwinner and he you right. fall into that pattern of just kind of expecting your spouse as a stay-at-home mom to just kind of take care of it. You know, like you, you right. everything at home, you take care of it. Like, I work, you do this, you don't need help, I I do enough for this. So I think it's definitely a commentary how families can kind of fall into that pattern and not, you know, kind of, I guess, the husband definitely, I mean, I would say takes her for granted for sure. Um, oh, what she 100%. does, especially throughout this movie, but even before it really picks up, I mean, 
you could tell she's underappreciated. Um, she has a love for music. She plays the piano. Um, yeah, so we that see comes that. Yeah, that comes in the play. But um, you could tell like she wants a little bit more out of you know just being the mother. She wants to kind of have time for All herself right. and stuff. So yeah, he's not a good dad and he's not a good husband. I don't even think he's a good dad. I don't know why. <laughs> but he's Patrick Wilson, so he gets a piss. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking yes, he awesome. In the, he's such a good actor in the movie. I'm going to stay married so. to him, too. It's okay, Rose. <laughs> Renee. Honestly, who wouldn't? He's Patrick Wilson. <laughs> but I so think that's pretty much when the scene, when she's playing the piano, we get that awesome, iconic sequence we just spoke about earlier. You know, when she the, she's playing the piano, trying to write that song for Josh, actually. She's the song that she's singing, she's making for him, which is, again, I don't want to get into it, but it's used so effectively in part two. God, I fucking love part two. But uh, she's writing that song, and then she, the baby's sleeping, you know, all the kids, I think the one kid's at school, and then Dalton's in his coma upstairs, but the baby's sleeping, and she, like Jackie said, that baby monitor, she hears something, the lights start popping up, and then it slowly gets louder, and she's almost in shock, because if I were her, like, if I was a parent, I would think to immediately run upstairs and like get my kid, but I don't blame her because she's almost like in disbelief with what she's hearing. And I know I've heard stories of like people like across the street or like other sides of the neighborhood that kind of like can sometimes interfere with baby monitors. So I don't know if she at first is confused and think it's that sort of situation, but by the end she can literally hear that the voice because it eventually yells. It's like literally in the house. So I think it's just uh again it's terrifying. And I love she runs into the danger obviously because she has to save her baby. God, Renee, Renee's the hero, man. But uh, I love that scene. I love that sequence so much. I know we spoke it a little bit, but it's so perfect. And it's because James Wan is a genius. <laughs> yeah, and then we get the typical, uh, again, the typical dynamic. They do they do a lot of cliches in this movie, but um, it, they're done well. Um, right. So we get the typical, you know, Josh comes home, doesn't believe her. Um, he even says what you just said, like, oh, these things pick up interference all the time being irrational like let's just like think about this like you're, you're under a lot of stress and that's kind of a theme throughout the movie until the very end when everything kind of comes to a halt but uh yeah um that i don't have a problem with that um it kind of doesn't bother me anymore because it's expected especially in these supernatural movies there's always going to be the person that's being haunted and then the person that doesn't believe them so i don't know how you feel about that but it, it doesn't actually bother me at all no, it's an effective story uh, point. It's a you know, it's always going to be effective plot device in a movie. Mm-hmm. I I agree, and I get so annoyed at him that he doesn't believe her. But I think it's because of his repression mm-hmm. that I feel like it adds another layer of like not just him like not believing her, but like that piece probably comes into play with it too. Well, yeah, you bring up a good point. I, I would take it a step further and say it's probably his upbringing with his mother because as we find out, he has the repressed memories um, that Elise, like, you know, he meets Elise when he's a kid. And then Elise and his mother, what's his mother's name? Uh, uh, Lorraine. La, uh, Lorraine. Um, yeah. They agree to repress his, uh, so what is it called? Astral projecting. So I can only imagine that growing up after the fact that she was like completely anti-spiritual and all like completely. So it makes sense that he doesn't believe in any of that stuff at all. 
So I think that's right. a that's mm-hmm. a good point. Well, she even has that line of when she. I think this is when they move. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but after they move out of the first house into the second house, Lorraine has that line to Renee. She's like, sees a picture, like, oh my god, I can't believe you got him to stay still for a picture because he doesn't usually take pictures anymore because of what happened to him. You know, the black bride is in the pictures when he was a kid getting closer to taking over him. So I think that also shows us that he's slowly um, remembering and he's, you know, the whatever they did to him to repress all that is wearing off. So yeah. he's kind of getting pulled back into it as well. Um, very smart, very smart writing. <laughs> yeah. And oh, then, uh, you got the one scene where he falls asleep uh, at work. There's mm-hmm. actually a what's it called? Easter egg. Yep. It yeah, says, saw. <laughs> no, saw, and it says James Wan times two on the detention yeah. board. Yeah. And there's, there's <laughs> the Billy the puppet from Saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Love the Easter egg. I never noticed that until I watched it yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, really? It's funny. Because we, me and Nolan watched the third one, and there was a, yeah, there was a James Wan cameo in that. Yeah. So I was like looking out for it. it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he was actually in it. And you you didn't know what he looked like, and I'm like, that's James Wan. You're like, who? And I'm like, the guy's sitting right there. She's like, oh. No, I did. I just didn't like register. I think um, one of the best scenes before they move out is when uh, they hear a noise and then Josh goes to check on it and then uh, Renee goes to check on the baby and then that's a good pop out when the, the face is above the crib. Um, that's the whole night when the whole like the alarm yes. system goes off and all that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that sequence too. So good. Um, yeah, I was going to say, so that, that's this is when things start to escalate. Uh yeah, let's talk about that sequence because that's a pretty long one. Um, yes, because then out. you have then you have Josh <laughs> kind of going through the house after the alarm goes yeah. off, uh, and um, so there's a figure above the um, above whose bed? I'm trying to remember the, the what you're talking about. Crib. The she baby's goes, crib. The baby's crib. When Josh is going to like uh, throughout the house, Renee, you know, rightfully so, goes to oh the yes, because the yeah. monitor goes off. She yeah. starts crying. Um, and then when she walks in, you look up and she, it, there's just something hovering over the baby. Like, mm-hmm. but it's through like the little thing that's over the crib. So you don't like fully see it. Mm-hmm. So, so damn that's, that got everybody in the theater. Oh, that was an awesome <laughs> jump scare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when she freaks out and he runs back upstairs yes. and then he's like, there's yes. nobody here. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And then he's still, but then the alarm goes off. She's like, holy shit, somebody is here. And then he goes yeah. back, <laughs> the door's wide open. I love that shot. He just goes down the steps and he just looks and the door's wide open. So good. It's so busted open. The yeah. uh, the lock is like busted yeah. off. Do they ever even yeah. call the cops? I don't, I don't think they even call the cops, do they? Or they just uh, we out? don't see it. We don't like, see that's a like, break. If they in. do. Yeah, they skip it. <laughs> <laughs> we just pretty much cut to. I think after that, that's when she sees that creepy dude on the balcony. Um, like the the final night in the first house, when she sees the creepy dude walking like back and forth on like their balcony upstairs, and he walks in the room, and then uh, she freaks out, and Josh is like, "What the hell's wrong?" You should. We need to leave this house. <laughs> He's like, all right, we'll leave the house. So that's their, yeah. So a lot of shit goes down before they leave. And I love how, like, they subvert the expectation of, you know, leave the house and all be good. But we find out in the iconic line from Elise Adventure that the house is not haunted, you know, Dalton is. So I just love how they subvert the, you know, if you leave the house, you're free, but they can't escape it. So no matter where they go, they're kind of doomed. I think one of the strong points of this movie is the pacing. I think they uh, 
don't waste any time. Kind of the first half of the movie uh, picks mm-hmm. up pretty steadily because again it's pretty cliche that it gets worse and worse and worse but i think it's a pretty good um pace in terms of like the hauntings getting more intense oh, yeah. we don't have to wait too long so i actually like no that not about at all the first half of the wait movie. At we kinda, yeah they're, they're kind of hinted at from the beginning you're right because some movies are like a straight up like there's no horror at all the first like 20 minutes or so and you're like okay like Very let's get burn. let's right. get a little yeah let's get a little taste of something but this movie definitely throws in those little like jump scares and stuff for you so cool one more, um, one more thing yeah, Jackie, how do you feel about that sequence with the whole house, like the house alarm that whole set piece with the house alarm <laughs> and the jump scare and all that yeah that was what i was going to add into it i wrote in my notes I really like this part because it makes ap- absolutely no sense <laughs> at first, but then it comes into play later. Yes. Um, yes I does. really do like this scene um, because it shows how real, like, to the audience. I mean, I feel like obviously we know now, like, we've been known, like, through the Josh beginning that it's real. Too. But yeah, I think it's it shows to Josh, like, all right, how is she going to make that up? Like, your right. door just, like, <laughs> swung open. I like it in the moment in those reasons um and it's like paranormal but not at the same time because he's walking around with the bat and like you don't know you know in his mind like you don't know if it's a real person um so i like that piece of it it's not just like things falling um and i like how i it doesn't come into play until the second movie yes so that's kind of like Yeah, it's kind of like hidden. So I kind of like that they like dragged that out. They didn't. Nolan said that. Well, they overexplained it. I don't think so because if they overexplained Chef's it, they would have added that in the first movie. So I like how yeah. they link that uh, piece. So because it kind of like does not. It just makes it make a lot more sense because right. you don't see any ghosts come through the door. And also smart because I think they don't tell us anything in the first one, and it goes into. How Josh, even though he's like kind of like, oh shit, like Renee, maybe she's not crazy. He still kind of wants to push it aside because he's in denial and he doesn't want to go through what he went through as a kid because he's obviously just starting to come back to him. So he's still almost in denial because he doesn't want to you know, go through any more traumatic experiences. So it's very smart how they keep that from us because um we're almost in his viewpoint in that scene because we're like, mm-hmm. what's going on? And he doesn't want to admit what's going on. So I think it's, you know, it's, it's awesome how they do it like that. Because you do relate to him at a certain point in the movie. Like, I do, at least. Like, I feel for him. I can't even Just after that whole scene. Sorry. No, go ahead. I'm thinking now, like, I can't believe after that whole scene, though, he's still like, nah, <laughs> it's not paranormal. <laughs> like, it's... You yeah, he guys doesn't want to admit cool. it to himself. You guys are crazy. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he agrees to move, though. He does agree to move. Like, he gives her that. He yeah. does. He does. He does. Just to defend myself real quick, you you said that like I was saying that they explained too much. It's not necessarily that. I think she's referring <laughs> to part two, though. Yeah, two no, I know, I know. I just wanted to make a comment on that. Um, we're obviously going to get into part two uh, later on in this podcast, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. But I think it plays into franchises and how you have to like, you know, treat a franchise. I like how part two intertwines part one and how connected they are. And it brings, it, it makes everything um, make sense. 
But in a way, it's like you have to ride that line because there are things that happen in part two that when you watch part one afterwards, it's not scary anymore. A lot of the the scary moments from part one, you find out were just not scary in part two. I, I'm trying not to ruin part two, but you do, do you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you kind of have to ride to that say. line of intertwining the movies. But no, like seeing part two, when you go back and see part one, it like makes it a little less intense because you know what's going on now and it's not necessarily like the the demons i think it's a mind fucking i love it <laughs> yeah i don't feel the same way i know what I you're saying it's, though i know what yeah you're saying. i feel like because it's obviously the good. person who did the banging on the door we find out you know wasn't a demon we won't get yeah into it, exactly but, right but i i love it because i'm all for the <laughs> Emotional arc, you know my trilogy. Emotional arcs, you know, I like this yeah. shit. <laughs> no, and I do like it too, as, as a general, um, just in general, because it does add a la- another layer to that movie that you wouldn't get without part two. So I do like the complexity of that. It's just sometimes maybe it's me. I, I'm I'm not even saying that they went too far, but maybe they did. Um, well, just like you said, I it'll have a different effect on you unless unless you can watch part one on its own it's going to have a different effect on you as part of the one two punch of part one and two that's all yeah okay so pretty much we're going to get into the get into the new house now they move Mm -hmm. and uh this is when we get the iconic song meet the the mom yeah yeah she we see her we meet her this is when she mentions the the whole like oh my god the picture yeah the grandma she mentions the oh my god josh stood still for a picture and she has that weird and she pretty i love the line I don't remember the specifics. I'm sorry. I watched the movie, but I don't remember. But when she talks to Renee, she's like, pretty much like, do whatever you have to do to protect your family. And she has some sort of dialogue like that with Lorraine that I really like. Um, she's like, don't feel crazy. Do whatever you need to do to protect, you know, your family. And she doesn't want to say everything because she doesn't want Josh to remember. She doesn't know that Josh is starting to break a little bit. And she doesn't want her son to remember what happened. I just really like that exchange between her and Lorraine, uh, her and Renee. Um, I don't know. It was very uh, interesting, and I like their dialogue. But um, this is when we get, of course, uh, Renee's home alone again. Uh, Josh is working. You know, the grandma's not there. We get the whole the iconic tiptoe through the tulips scene. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so that song's associated with this franchise for life now. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Love that scene when she's bringing out the garbage and she glances back and she sees like a little kid dancing to tiptoe. Yeah, <laughs> so good, so good. I love this sequence. So I much. don't know if it's you like remember she's chasing him through the house. <laughs> I was I was explaining it to Jackie. I don't know if you remember that song uh, when this movie came out. Uh, people talking about that song. Um, I don't think it was officially part of the like the them promoting the movie, but it it got Not out the first like, one. It got out that um it was like a haunted song because the guy who sung it like died while he was performing it. I I actually watched like a like a documentary on Tiny Tim. That's the the singer songwriter, yep. and um, it, it's like half true. He he was performing that song, and he had a heart attack, and then he died like in the hospital later on. But um, actually, really sad story when you when you read into it. But uh, <laughs> um, I, I I don't know if you remember that. Was am I just making that up, or was that like no, an urban some legend? Thing. That yeah. And so I mean, like, I don't judge people, but uh, he looked like a fucking creepy tiptoe through the tulips motherfucker oh tiny tim yeah he's yeah. creepy looking i know yeah yeah he's kind of so well, well because well because and again i associate this song with spongebob 
because I grew up on oh, SpongeBob really? and yeah, that yeah, episode so of SpongeBob. So every time I hear that song, it first oh, goes so to SpongeBob and then Insidious. Okay. So, but yeah, the fact that it's so tied to Insidious now, when you like look at the singer, like you can't help but think he's like. Yeah you know, a demon from the, the further <laughs> or something. Yeah, but you're right. They didn't use, because they didn't know how much of an effect that had on the audience with the first one, but they mm. used that to promote every sequel, that song. Okay. Like every sequel. That comes oh, so out that wasn't even it. in the um the, the trailers for the first one? It was not used as pr- anything for promotion for the first one. It was just wow. part of the movie. And then they okay. were like, holy shit, like we got an iconic, you know, song type yeah. to the franchise now. Let's do every trailer, like every sequel that comes out, they like blast that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but i love that scene uh, how do you what, with the little boy she like walks past and you can they don't show like they don't focus on it it's not he just sees someone like against the wall uh um like half yeah. against the wall and then she goes to take the garbage out she turns around he's like dancing to it and then she's like it's so cute fuck? i love it it's so cute <laughs> I, I like look for it every time now and i love the cool. fake pop out where like you think you see the shoes like in the closet and she opens it but then he pops out from the cabinet <laughs> above i'm like oh it's so good so good it's so it's cute so good. When it happened, I was like, all right, best scene of all time. <laughs> it's so good. Poor Renee so is getting cute. so traumatized by all these ghosts. These um these ghosts are so um really uh props to whoever uh well, I guess was the costume designer and did the makeup right. because the makeup. Yeah, that, all of these yeah. ghosts are so defined and so like um interesting. I almost want like a like a spin off series that like goes into all these different ghosts and like their past lives because right. they definitely um hook you with the with their look. They're not just like generic run of the mill mm-hmm. ghosts. They all have like unique look, especially when we get to the end of the movie, when we get into the further and you know, we have the family with the yep. shotgun and stuff. They're all like Love super that. unique and super interesting. So you kinda wanna know more about them. You're so right because there's such a variety of the ghosts. Like if they don't like they don't make it simple. They don't like okay everyone every ghost looks the same. There's so many different um characters mm. in the further which is you know makes sense because in that, real life we're all different these are dead you yeah. know, souls and i think that's where the sequels i i could critique the sequels a little bit they kind of get a little cookie cutter in the sequels okay. i feel like they don't really pay attention to that as much as they did in the first one but i right. definitely appreciate that in the first one yeah i agree with you 100 percent about the uniqueness to the ghosts mm-hmm. they didn't really do that in the third one the third one's a very personal story about yeah. like the mom and her daughter, which I we'll get to that movie eventually. But I love it. Um, yeah, I love the sequence, Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this is when um you know after this, uh, Josh's mom she arrives and she explains that this is when she says that she had a nightmare um about a demon with a red face in Dalton's room. This is, we get another, I mean, I keep saying we get another iconic scene, but this is pretty much the iconic jump scene of the movie. We, before we <laughs> jump to that scene, we skipped another good scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, tell me, tell me. Of Pat, so she had that inner, with that kid ghost, yeah. and then she invites a priest over. <laughs> oh, yeah, to comes, bless the house. And Josh comes in and was like, oh, what is this, like a a line to a joke or something and he thinks he's yeah, so yeah. funny and then his mom comes out of nowhere i don't know why i thought that was yeah. so funny <laughs> i know we gotta I kind of be like says, dude like what do you have in a priest in my house for it too i kind of give you an, i I'm, I'm on a side with that oh like, yeah that's exactly what he says he says um isn't this supposed to be the punchline of a joke a guy comes home to a priest in his in his house <laughs> with his wife yeah <laughs> i was like oh geez josh, josh. But, I love but josh. Then, like, josh. <laughs> 
there was like nothing else to it. Like the priest just left, and then the mom's like, "Yeah, I'm here to help." (laughs) That I said this This to Jackie too, like because he talks about it um, after the fact. He he goes to Renee. He's like, "Why do you have a priest? Like you don't go to church. Like you're not a religious person." And I it, it made me think like. When this stuff happens, can you just like call up your local church and they'll send a priest? Like, how does that well, work? Do they have saying. like a like, hotline? She's, she's seeing this shit. She's like, you know, we gotta, we gotta get. We're gonna be a uh, Catholic now. We're gonna get into the religion <laughs> yeah. now after all this shit. <laughs> but do they just have on. like priests on standby that'll just like make house calls? It's so funny. <laughs> she probably went in, like the yellow pages from like a ripoff scam artist trying to. I almost googled it, but I, I almost googled it, but I kind of don't want to. Yeah, I know that is. There is moments like uh, good that you brought that up because there is moments of levity and comic relief, especially mm-hmm. when we get to Specs and Tucker. So I like that they have a little break from the tension. Yeah, um, at certain points. I feel like I that's a piece of that I do like because Conjuring doesn't have that that much, right? They have a little bit here and there, but not yeah. like it's not, not like these characters. Yeah, I feel like it's that's what more I like. Forced and like cheesy a little bit in the Conjuring when they do it, in my opinion. Y- yeah, not the first one, I, but the spinoffs. Oh yeah, because I'm trying to remember the first one. Um, that is another one of my favorites. It's just been a bit. First one's pretty straightforward. Um, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I like about yeah. this. I do like the comic relief, just because I uh, I like comedy. It's not like I need it like for right, right. the movie, well, but I think well, it's a good piece. Done right. Yeah, yeah, it has to be done right. Um. So yeah. So pretty much, this is when uh, Lorraine steps up, and she says, "You know, I had a nightmare." And I love I love this uh, scene when she's had a demon. She saw a demon standing above Dalton's bed, like in the corner. And the way mm-hmm. they shoot it, like again, they don't focus on the demon. They just see something in the corner, and he like puts out his hand. She's like, I asked it what it wanted, and it like that like its creepy hands. They point to Dalton. So good, so good. And then she's like, I'll never forget that face. And then she sees the face. The red, it's the lipstick, and you know the red dude pops up behind Josh. It's so I love that. That, that's another good scare iconic shot right there pop-up jump scare i would so say good. that's probably the most iconic shot like single frame of the movie um everyone that wasn't like, all the promotion they ruined yeah that wasn't all the promotion yeah uh, again it, 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 i hate to bash it but like i remember seeing it in theaters too um and maybe this is why i think it's a little overrated because people like freaked out at that shot and were like, it was a super jump scare. I didn't really feel the same way. I think it's a cool shot, but it really doesn't hit me. Like it hit other people, especially now because you've seen it so many times, but I guess it's not fair to judge it now. But even the first time I saw it, I was like, Oh yeah, that's a cool shot. And everyone around me was like, Oh my God. You know? So maybe that's part (laughs) of the reason why I'm a little jaded toward this, toward this movie. And then how much people love it. Yeah. Because I realize I'm in the minority when I say I don't like yeah. love this movie. Like most people, like consider this borderline all timer for them. Yeah, so it, it's all it's timer. Yeah, Jackie, what do you you like this jump scare? You like this uh, shot? I feel like it's fun. I just can't get over that they had to make this guy look like Darth Maul. Oh, so I don't think about that. I don't I think know. Yeah, I like. I yeah. can't like. I feel it's, like. Yeah, I've heard that critique before, but to me, it doesn't. Um, it's a little too uh, um and i don't want to um i the only thing i'll say about the newest movie and without spoiling it i don't think you'll be mad at me is the design of because he comes back i think we know that from the trailers that's in the trailer the design in this new movie um for him is much better 
he looks okay, way better because he is a little overdone with the the, the makeup and stuff. He's a little okay. too like clownish for me. What about uh, when you get to the climax when Josh goes into the? I know we're skipping, but I think he looks cool when he's doing that shit, like it's almost sewing. I think that's like he yeah. looks better in that sequence than this one. I, I wish agree. That I... was the first. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I. I feel like I wish that was the first shot we saw him. Like they held I off f- on showing his face. Yeah, because like, like I do him. like that scare. I just I like the piece because. I think Nolan, you kept saying it like them not fully showing him. I feel like mm. that being his reveal would have been okay. I, I probably agree because I do like that shot and I do like his overall design. I'm not saying the overall design is bad. I just think the face in particular was a little too overdone. Well, that's good. I wish it happened at night or something. I feel like it wish it happened. It's improved. Yeah, it's. I, I think Jackie agrees with me. In this new one, he looks really fucking cool, and he looks creepy mm-hmm. in this I'm new excited. one. Yeah. I'm excited. I, yeah. I I feel like it would have been better at night. Oh, I actually agree with that. That's okay. a good point. It's a day. It's a day. It's a daytime scene, and I think it does take away a little bit of the eeriness when you see him. Mm-hmm. In front of yeah, because I, I feel like it's way. It's like way too mm-hmm. bright. I agree. For what they were trying actually. to do, and there I was I. It was in the day, and there was no buildup um, in terms of the scene itself. Like, I know there was buildup because she was talking about her experience. Right, she's just stuff. telling us her nightmare. Telling a story. So, like, it was so out of nowhere, and that's what made it iconic when you first saw right. it, because it was like, oh, my God, I know her. But, like, looking back on it, it's like you almost don't have time to process it, and then all of a sudden it's gone, and you're like, holy shit, what did I just see? So, like, yeah, to your point, I think it would have been a little bit creepier if it was at nighttime, maybe. And you had like more shadows, and you just kind of maybe saw half his face or something. Yeah, that would have been. Or even if she just heard the crackling, and you didn't do a jump scare right there, like you just heard something, like she Mm -hmm. heard something and looked up and didn't Mm -hmm. see anything. That might have been more uh, suspenseful. Because it is so iconic. So like, I'm not saying you take it completely out. I'm glad they have it in there. I just, yeah, I I think I agree with you, Jackie, that it could have been done a little bit better in like a different setting. Yeah, I agree definitely that it should be nighttime. 100%. What do you think of that, um, Anthony? Um, do you think that they should have held out on showing him? Like Jackie thinks? Mm, what do you think of that? It's a catch-2020 because I think maybe... Because uh, I love that jump scare, but maybe mm-hmm. placement-wise they could have pushed it back. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know, I don't, I wouldn't have wanted the first time to be in the further because that's all about Josh and Dalton like escaping him. So I get why... That I like yeah. the way the scene is as is. Yeah, it's true. But maybe um, like when Lor- uh, Lorraine's telling the story about the nightmare, how you don't see him in focus when he's next to the bed. Maybe if they kept him not like they didn't show him super in focus. At yeah, that, moment, that might have been better. Yeah, because he's um, so in focus in that shot, you don't right. really know what you're looking at because you don't right. really you, know you, who he is. Just, yet. just like open his mouth and like does that thing, right? That's yeah. Much, yeah. I think if you would no, have gotten the sewing scene, yeah. maybe you would have put connected it better. And when you did see him, it would have scared you more. I would have maybe not kept sure. him like not like maybe a little blurred out, like but still see that something was behind Josh. Maybe yeah. not show the full face. Yeah, I just maybe. feel like it's way maybe. too clear. Um. Yeah, that's what I would maybe have, I would have done. But I'm that piece was a little cheesy to me. I mean, yeah, pieces but the, in this but, movie. But I love the campiness a little bit of it. Yeah, of the movie because it is a fun like it's like you're getting on a ride pretty much this movie. I mean, once you go into further um but that's when she sees after that they see his bedrooms ransacked um and like destroyed and that's when the rain's like oh we're gonna fucking call elise we're gonna call this psychic and our paranormal investigators this is when we get introduced to the iconic elise the queen the queen of 
Well, yeah, she is the queen. She's a badass. <laughs> um, so this is when she explains that Dalton's not a, in a coma. No, and this is when we, like Nolan, you briefly mentioned earlier, um, he has the ability to uh, astral project his consciousness when he's sleeping. And I think that's such a unique uh, spin with the supernatural genre because it's so cool. Yeah. Um, um, so, like, he thinks that he thought that he was dreaming, but he literally, like, left his body. And I love, like, well, we'll get to that. I don't want to talk about that scene yet, but I get um, it is an emotional scene when Josh finally comes to the realization of what he has to do. And I just love when he goes to look at the artwork on the walls and the writing that Dalton wrote. Like, you know, I left my body and I could see my body. Like, and it was just so cute uh, and emotional for Josh, but I love that scene. But, yeah, so we find out that he has the ability to astral project and he's trapped um, in the further and all these demons are trying to get him, get his body because they want to escape the further. Um, and I love how, I mean, I love a movie when you name drop a title in the movie, you get extra brownie points for me too. And she's like, they have a more insidious agenda. I'm like, yeah, they do girl. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> <love> right. <laughs> but yeah, Lisa's a badass. This is when we get uh, introduced to Specs and Tucker. Um, and again, at first, you know, Josh. Remember, Specs and no Tucker come first. Uh, yeah, they. Oh, yeah, because she gets her own. Of course, she does. She gets her grand entrance by herself. They kind of like are setting up shit. Um, no, she want. She wanted to. Um, she. What's the word? Monitor. Wants like, to see. Uh, wants uh, to make sure that it's real before right, she comes right. in. So right. they were like, yeah, it's not wiring. And I love when she comes in, she's like, yeah, no, this is not wiring. You're good. <laughs> she's like, no, not necessary. <laughs> she's like, you're good. But uh, yeah, so we she get explains that. that. Yeah, yeah we get that whole thing. Josh is, like, nope. Josh is not buying it. He's like, pretty much get the fuck. This is But I think it's not because he's disrespectful. I don't think it's because he's, I almost think it's because he, do- again, he's like, fuck, like, I'm like this. I went through this before, but he doesn't know it, but he does. Really? I think he knows it, yeah, but he doesn't. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Because you can see it in his eyes, like he's telling them, sorry, we're leaving, but you can tell he almost is like, wants them to stay, but doesn't want to admit it. That's the vibe I got from his acting. Um, You've been been saying this kind of since the beginning. So you believe that it's more of um, he, Josh is kind of breaking down those walls throughout the movie? Yeah. I yeah. don't I never got that. So that's interesting because okay. I I think that he's in total um shock when when his mom reveals what happened to him. I think he's pretty like surprised. So I don't I don't think that it's But he even puts her down too. He's like no like no like I don't want any of this mom. No. Yeah. So he's Yeah, denied. so he's I, I I know you're saying it's more subconscious, but I don't even I don't know. I think um he uh that a hypnosis that they did as a kid on him really worked because I don't think he was um, thinking of that at oh, all. Oh, it definitely until, worked, but I think after the, all these years later, like, and after what's happening to his kid, it's almost starting to, you know, revert on you know, with him too. Yeah, um, no, I don't agree. I don't think so. Though, not completely. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to push back and say I don't think so. Okay, because I think totally it's, it's, take, I right? think it's the, it's so effective when his mom tells him the truth. And he's like his whole world is flips up to, upside down. I think I I like that version a little better. So he doesn't end up believing <laughs> fully though until he goes into um, yes. Dalton's room and he sees it for himself, like all uh-huh. the pictures and like he's like, damn, why didn't I not? You know, I used to do this. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's when he's like, that's my favorite Josh moment when he actually like kind of breaks down. He goes back to Renee. He's like, all right, you know, get Elise back here, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that moment. It's very, it's a touching moment. Um, it gets me every time. 
But I feel like it's a little plot hole that, like, after his room is literally ransacked with, like, blood, and he's still like, yeah, nah. This is imperative. That's where I think the point comes to me, where I'm like, he knows it's real, but he's not admitting it. That's where I think that I get a point of view where yeah. my point comes into play. I never thought about it like that. It's fascinating. This movie's fascinating. I, I think it's yeah. just... Um, any way you want to interpret it, I think, you know, their lives are fucking crazy. Oh, so right. they're just processing it in different ways. So, well, definitely yeah. the uh, Josh and Renee are because, I mean, yeah. poor Renee is like thrown into like, what the fuck is, what'd you bring into my family? <laughs> well, yeah. Poor Renee, she's in the thick of it. I mean, she's experienced right. pretty much all of it since the beginning. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah. he does agree after that scene when he goes into, after he goes into Dolan's room, he's like, all right, you know, let's bring, um, Elise back and this is when they start to do their cool shit um and we really get into like almost the climax of it she has that like cool mask thing that contraption that she puts yes. in her head. i love it so creepy <laughs> i'm if like i was sitting you, there i'd be, be so like claustrophobic. oh this is yeah i would have a heart attack in that thing i'm telling you that right now <laughs> i know <laughs> i love that scene when she's like when they do like i guess it's i would call it a seance i don't know jackie what i would say when she's like writing down shit and you see, mm-hmm. like, the bitch, bitch, bitch. And she's, like, drawing something, going crazy. And it almost, like, looks like she dies in the thing. She, like, passes out. And she's, like, <gasps> it's such a good, it's such a mm-hmm. good sequence. I love it. Can we, um, we, can we just talk about, like, the iconic Elise? Because what do you think, yeah. really, like, why do you think she resonated so much? I, it's, it's, I guess it's just a credit to Lynn Shea, the actress. I mean, the way she commands the the her scenes and when she's going around the house like her demeanor like i think the fact that she has specs and tucker with her too that whole dynamic how she's like their mother figure and she's like she's in charge and like so bossy she's, she's just a badass yeah exactly but like bossy the, in a good way perfectly but yeah. she just she takes control of her room when she's in it because she uh-huh. knows what she's mm-hmm. doing so i think mm-hmm. that's what kind of like got me i'm like all right let her do her thing people like let her get to her work so yeah. I, don't know, I just fell in love with her because she was like, but she has that moment. She's just like, I don't want to be here because you don't, I just want to be here to help. She just wants to help, but uh-huh. she wants to get it done the right mm-hmm. way. So I don't know. I just kind of like connected with her too, because she just wants to do right for this family. Because usually in this, in this subgenre of, uh, you know, paranormal horror, you always get this, right? You get, they call a priest or they call a right. median or they call an expert to try and like cleanse the house or cleanse the demon. And most of the time, they're just, like, cookie-cutter. You're not really memorable. But for some reason, man, Elise just steals the show. Like, you uh, like you know, like, you're in good hands. Like, she knows what the fuck she's doing, you know? So, I, I just... She's the best... Uh, she's the this best kind of character since Tangina. And, I mean, this is literally an homage to Poltergeist. This is, like, the best version of that since Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I didn't even think clean. of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this... I mean, this whole movie's an homage to Poltergeist. Uh, Why do yeah, you love Elise, the... Jackie? I was going to say. She's your girl. Yeah. <laughs> she is my girl. Uh, I love that they did the third and fourth one because, you know, not giving anything away. Well, but right if you look up the synopsis, it is to bring her back. Um, and I think it is her acting. I love the character. But I'm thinking of her in another movie, um, Ouija. And oh. I absolutely loved her in that too, and I was so happy to see her. Um, and I really think it's the actor too, just like warms my heart. Like my little grandma, like is just so badass, and like she owns <laughs> the room. Like she really, 
yes, I do love Patrick Wilson a lot, but I feel like she's the reason I love this series. And I'm glad because I feel like it can get annoying when they keep bringing someone back, but I feel like it was needed. Like she was just such a good character that I don't I'm a sucker I think, for a recurring character so yeah like I feel like <laughs> I'm trying to think of another movie that it's like all right like calm down but I just feel like with her like it makes well she's the expert sense. so yeah yeah she's just she's heartwarming she, too like you just want to again she's another person you just want to like hang out with and give her a hug <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I would want her to be my median. Like, if I ever yeah, saw exactly. a median, like, I would want team. it to be her. If you haven't haunted yeah. hell shit, call Elise. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh, so now we get into, yeah, we get into where shit gets, hits the fan. Um, the seance goes you, you think she, yeah, you think she dies pretty much. I mean, she, like, <laughs> is having a seizure and then just, like, is unresponsive for a couple minutes. Um, and then is this when, uh, this so they is drop when everything we see on, Dalton. They, they drop everything on Josh, though. Like, this is when she, like, drops, like, I helped you when you were a kid. I suppressed okay. your memory. This is when she drops everything on him. Like, he finds the whole truth out. Oh, okay, okay. And she yep. pretty much tells him the only way you need to go get your, you need to get your son. You need, because you're the only one with this ability. So that's when she kind of come up with the game plan. <laughs> Josh is kind of like, oh, fuck. But he's game because it's his, his kid. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, that's when they kind of come up with the game plan of what to do. Um. And I love how that gets Josh like involved in the action, um, right now setting up everything. Yeah, jo- uh, third act Josh is definitely um, redeeming himself. This is where you start mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. definitely, you know, feel that he's a good character because he's no questions asked. You know, I'm going to save my son, right. whatever it takes. Like, you know, let's do it. So definitely kudos. And to it's him. scary because you never know he might not come back. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Um, so, yeah, so this one pretty much wanted to just get into it. She puts him in like the hypnotic uh, trance to like get him going. And I love the first shot. He's like, I don't think this isn't working. And he's like walking mm-hmm. around like, but God, you didn't get to fix it. And he turns around, he sees himself in the couch. I'm like, oh, I love yeah. It's so cool to see that shot. He's like, oh, fuck. Here we go, man. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, good. and do we see Dalton before this? Do we see him chained up or not really? No, we don't see him chained up until Josh sees him chained up. In the okay. Further. The only so Dalton is... we see is like, oh no, you're. We did when the seance, when the seance went bad. Dalton like is standing behind Elise, but like it's not Dalton. It's the red the red guy mm-hmm. uh, controlling him. That's the yeah. only other time we really see Dalton out of bed. Yes. Yeah, that was a cool scene too. I like that shot. We, I forgot to mention my one of my favorite lines of the movie. Oh yes, I love a good line. Say it. So when the little, I feel like they kind of did disservice to the little brother. Maybe they could have used him more. But <laughs> I love the part where he's like, like scared to. He's like, I'm scared, and she's like, Oh, it's okay. He's like, Well, I don't like when he walks around at night. And then so they just cut creepy. it. I I I, so I don't know why the way he delivers it. I love that line so much. It's so and scary, it gets me line. every time. I yeah, it still gets me. I'm like, oh. Yeah, he has, like, he has to mean? sleep in a different room. He said, "Can I right. sleep somewhere else in the house? Because yeah. I don't like when uh, when he walks." Because his door is yeah. cracked, you can he can see Dalton's room, like right a across the hall. Sight to Dalton. Yeah, and when he says that, I'm like, "Oh my god, he's getting it is creepy." Like, 
Fuck that shit. I wouldn't man. be able fuck to sleep. I would have my door closed, man. I would be like, That's Mom, stay over my friend's house. I'm sorry. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the loudest fucking beeping from the machine he probably hears too. Yeah. The beep. Like that's creepy. He probably yeah. he's hearing that. That's loud. But imagine waking up to like your like comatose brother like just leaving your room like walking when he's not supposed to. I'm like, oh my god, that's scary. So scary. Yeah. <laughs> Such yeah, that's a great line, Jackie. That's really good. Um, but this is when Josh starts walking through the further, and this is when you really get fun. I love the further so much with the smoke mm-hmm. and everything. This is when you get uh, well, you were talked about a little bit that family with like the creepy girl with the shotgun and she's like smiling really creepy uh and that's like, the first kind of like characters he interacts with so cool do you think um, that was like a f- previous family that lived in the house yeah. that's kind of what i it, thought i don't know about if it's in the same house okay but i know it, like I, I don't know it's hard to tell because every so many different things are in the further um, yeah. but i do love that he has to go through the house like the first house in the further because that's such a cool layout that house i know it is i do love that first house so good, so good. But he does find Dalton eventually. But no one said Dalton's changed up, chained up. Um, and this is when we get the glimpse of the. We go back to the tiptoe through the tulips, and you know the demons doing his thing, sewing his and getting layer. ready to go. Yeah, it's such a cool layer. Yeah, it's like very like Freddy Krueger esque a little bit. Jackie, you mm. said, uh, "Why does he get like his own layer, and nobody else gets like?" <laughs> place to call yeah they're like the other family demon man yeah (laughs) (laughs) because like the other family is just like you know they're on the couch and then he gets this like special (laughs) yeah like workshop horse there thing (laughs) but it's so cool because there's such a sense of urgency because while dalton and josh are in there trying to escape now the spirits are entering the real world and they're coming into the actual house and like <laughs> Renee's like holy fucking shit you know Specs and Tucker are like seeing shit walk around the house they're trying to get to them so it's so cool like you're like Josh you got to get going and I love how Elise mm-hmm. coaches Renee to like speak to Josh and like follow my voice follow my voice like you know Elise again is being a boss and like telling Renee like you got to do this if you want your your kid and your husband back mm-hmm. um so I love that little and they have a little I love a good chase scene in a the red-faced demon literally chases Josh and uh, Dalton through the house to get back. I love it. I do love the um, suspense and the buildup and um, the intensity of this sequence. But if I had to critique it, I do like that concept, Ant, of how all the demons are coming into the real yeah. world around the house. I wish they would have um, kind of had that as a bit of a break in the action and had more like, um, you know me, I love a good stalking scene or something. <laughs> I wish they could have extended that more and had them going through the like house. Slow it down for like a minute. And slow like a it down a minute and had yeah. it be a little bit creepy. But they kind of just like threw it in there um, in, in between the, the further scenes. And it was kind of right. all like, you know, meant to make your heart pumping, which right, I it, just... it, it definitely succeeded. But I think it would have been cooler if they kind of had it as like a slower buildup of okay. them each splitting up and going through the house and, you know kind of seeing the ghosts pop out but it kind of right. happened all at once so kind of a lot to process all at once i think it can work either way but i get your point i think they probably uh the, i would can see them in the editing room saying you know we kind of did that a little bit in the first half with uh renee walking through the house let's maybe speed it up like get shit you know pedal no yeah metal. i get it but and i get both they, ways yeah they definitely um executed what they intended but um, you know me, I love a good, like, slow build up, like, creepy scene. Yeah, this so. is, yeah, yeah, if you do. If you do. 
Um, yeah. But so the red demon, he uh, attacks them and Josh and Dalton get separated. So Dalton keeps running. But this is important because when Josh starts to you know, make his way back, he's confronted by the old woman, the Black Bride. That no. We find out. Right? Yeah. He he... No, the red guy doesn't separate them. Patch, sorry, Josh, like he's um because they were holding hands or whatever, and then Josh was like tired, and he's like, "I'll catch up." And oh, yeah, he, says, he like, says, "Keep going, keep going." Yeah, yeah he keeps going. going. Keep going. He's like huffing and puffing, and then they show him yelling at the right. Um, and then the red, yeah, because you'll understand. Because the red, the <laughs> like red demon's chasing. Uh, the red demon's chasing ends up getting catching up to Dawn because he's like climbing yes, on the fucking wall in the and room. Shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's cool. But yeah, Josh runs into the black, the black bride, and um, it's a pretty interesting scene because she's just there, like taunt, like just smiling and smirking and like laughing mm-hmm. and taunting. He's like, "What do you?" Pretty much like, "What do you want?" Like, "Leave me alone." Blah blah blah. And it almost seems like she like because she kind of like goes backwards. It almost looks like okay, like you know, he overcame that fear and he's done with her. But um, unfortunately, that's not, that's really not a, he didn't overcome his fear. That's not what happens. But uh, <laughs> eventually, he, yeah, uh, he was too yeah. caught up trying yeah. to scare yeah. her off that she was able to so, slip by him. Right. Yep. So eventually, uh, you know, they make, we, they wake up pretty much. Josh and Dalton wake up, you know, we see that Dalton's breathing and, you know, finally some relief from my girl, uh, Renee. Like, oh my god, my kid's back. I love the line when she's like, I'm never letting you. He's like, I'm tired. She's like, You're never falling asleep again, bitch. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, the spirits vanish, you know, cue horror, happy ending, pretty much vibes. You know, everyone's happy, celebrating, at least everyone's smiling, you know, cause for celebration. Um, oh, but this next, this is what makes the movie for me. This next fucking sequence is so damn good. Uh, so we cut back and, you know, they're pretty much, I would say, cleaning up, you know, Dalton's scarfing down food because he hasn't eaten in forever. Um, but Josh goes to Elise and, like, pretty much thanks her. And um, I forget if he, does she, he does, I don't know what causes her to snap the photo. He hands her the picture. She hands him a picture or something, right? Mm-hmm. And she notices sh- his fingers. His hand it looks like, yes. the, is like right. white. So she kind of, but she doesn't play it off. I mean, I'm like, girl, like. You're good. You got to be a better actor. She kind of like gets that look on her face right away. She's like, oh. yeah. But then she like turns her and she like doesn't even hide. She just fucking snaps that She's picture. Like- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I told you I don't like pictures. Rah, rah, rah. And then I love when he just grabs her. It's like back, like starts cracking. And you're like, oh, fuck, this isn't Josh. This isn't Josh. This is not Josh. And she I, was I yelling. Her. And that house yeah, is small, like, and then they show them in the kitchen, and like they barely hear him. I'm like, there's it's, no well, way, actually, like he Lorraine was yelling. and Renee. Lorraine's the one who's kind of like the grandma. She likes like what? And then Renee's like, oh shit. And then Renee, thankfully, Renee's the one who goes. But um, again, I love the score in this moment. And she's like searching the house. She gets the flashlight, looking for them, mm-hmm. and then she finds Elise, your girl Elise. She finds her oh, dead body. So our girl's killed. I thought that was balls. I love I love this choice so much that she gets <sighs> I know. I really life. do. And my note was the it. twist fucks me up each time. But why did That's Elise ineffective. I said, but why did Elise have to pay the price crying face? <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes it so good her. though. That's what Especially because it's not even like she like did it saving them. She just, you know, got got right at the end after yeah, they were already safe. Um or at least after um, you know, the son was safe, but yeah, it's like, dude. 
I just I wonder if if they regret that in a way, you know. I would because it is such a good ending. But it's one of my. It is a good ending. (sighs) It is. They're lucky they have the further. She gets it so easily though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe they would have changed it and had her like have like a final line or something before she passed. But she's just dead, straight up dead. Like you know, no oh, one. Yeah. That's why I love it. All. It's so mean. It's so mean. But I love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love when uh, Renee sees it. You know, again, Rose Byrne, like her acting, her reactions are so good. And mm-hmm. then um, she grabs the camera because the camera's there, and we see when she's going through. She looks up and she sees the, the black bride, and then Josh grabs her shoulder. He's like, "It's okay." And then she just turns around and she does the, and then it goes insidious. So good. I love the ending. It's perfect. It's such a good ending. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So that's insidious. Mm-hmm. Such a good title too. I mean, let's talk about that. It's a great title. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. Um, yeah. Effective. How effective the title is. Simple just and effective. one word. And I think you, you did, didn't you bring it up that it kind of brought on those types of like one word titles yep. after this came yep. out, the su- success of this like movie. Sinister, so. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So I'm a big fan. Cool. Any, um, well, that's the movie. Any, any final thoughts, anything else you guys want to say about the movie that you didn't get to say during the review, like overall feelings or whatever, before we get into our moments in our review. Jackie, you're up. I'm re- I think I've said it all. What did you think about um, like that whole final climax, Jackie, and and then the, the the final ending, like as a whole? I did like it a lot. I mean, I feel like I agree that they could have expanded a little more on the, you know, I guess the women. I feel like it was mostly women trying to get there. Um, but they did do a cool scene with um, the hand coming out of at a specs. You know, I, I think that was a cool piece. Um, yeah, I mean, I really wish they didn't do this to least, but I don't see the movie going any other way because I feel like it, it's what makes the movie, um, and obviously brings us to number two, but I feel like it wouldn't, not that it wouldn't have been as good, but I just feel like it wouldn't have stuck with me. Right. Right. I, like yeah, everyone I guess it leaves the theater like talking about the ending the first time. Yeah, I just like, feel like it just really makes like the movie's overall good. Like it's a good movie, but I feel like that just really wraps it up. Where it's like, mm-hmm. nope, this is not it's a happy ending. Like, yeah, like it just really like yeah is a good way to end it. Like I don't know. I think it's as it's especially effective because this is in a way, a gateway horror, PG-13 horror. You don't really see that a lot with PG-13 horror like this. You usually get the happy mm-hmm. ending. So for them yeah. to go that route and not only kill Elise, but you know that Josh is still in the further. Like, that's pretty fucked. That's, yeah. So yeah. I remember it's the... It's sad um, because the same exact, the thing that he didn't want to happen happened to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they were trying to prevent the whole time. Exactly. Since he was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it definitely wraps up the well, not wraps up, but like continues and it just it's and a, a cool twist cuz you're like you're like if it does yeah. good, you know we're going to get more. Yeah, and it was just a good twist of like how the heck, you know, it seems like that lady went away and Josh was in the body and right. you know that type of thing. I just feel like it does shock at least 
you know, is a badass. They could have made her a little more like, but then she probably wouldn't have ended up dead. So they had to do that. Right. Or it was just yeah, like they kind of had reaction. to just make it surprising, or else she would have. Like she's just randomly sitting on the couch as this family is like reunited. Like it's just. It's like a false sense of security <laughs> they gave us, and then um, yeah. you know, they take it away. Yeah, they're like everything's happy, and she's like, boom. And yeah, that's why I feel like I love it so much. It just really wraps up the movie well. All right, awesome. And any other comments? No, I'm, I'm. Then this is a this is up there for me as far as supernatural horror goes. Cool. Okay, well, let's uh, before we get into our overall scores, let's do what we call the never split up moment. Uh, Jackie, since you are our special guest, uh, we will let you go first. Uh, normally, we have a poll from the previous episode, but uh, we don't have that this time, so. We're just going to pick our own order. Not that it really matters too much, but I have a pretty, I mean, I have one that, and I refrained from saying it during the review, but I have a major thing with this movie that has always bothered me. So I kind of hope you don't steal it from me, but uh, I'll let you go first and let's, let's hear what you got. So I actually had another one, which I want to say after I hear your guys, Um, but the one I ended up with and why I... and correct you, but I specified that Josh was like huffing and puffing and like let Dalton go because that's my never split up moment where I just feel <laughs> like, come on, they made it to the house. He wasn't going to help Dalton like into the room. And then he stayed because he like huffs and puffs and he's like on the counter. And then all of a sudden he's like standing yelling at the um at the other demon right. so like he's yeah not, the bride. he's not out of breath anymore yeah yeah and like it just seemed like yeah. kind of i just feel like they did that obviously to make the ending they wanted to happen but that piece uh-huh. really ticked me off because i was like we're not playing around here like you traveled all this way and then you're sitting here yelling at the bride like mm-hmm. i just feel like they could have maybe changed that a little bit so that's my never split up i wish he just helped all in the, into the room and then just went back to his body i feel like it just I don't know. Ticks me off that he's yeah. like wasting time, like yelling at this. Was that your no? Result? That's a good no. It wasn't actually. Okay, I, that's cool. that's a good Very moment cool. because that they literally split up in that moment. I actually didn't even think of that moment, so that's really good. So that's a legit um, split up, and it's not. A I moment, I so can try good. to defend the writers on that, and um, the way I think of it is is because he's been repressed and he's not used to astral yeah. projecting. That maybe he's been hypnotized, like, literally tired. Like, yeah, yeah, but like to your point, Jackie, <laughs> as soon as Dalton leaves, he's like no longer out of breath anymore and he's like got all this energy. So <laughs> I think God, it was just kind of I, I kind of talk it to just once he saw that thing when he saw. The yeah, fuck. <laughs> I think it was just kind of lazy writing. They kind of just threw that in there to get them to split up. Um, so that's a good moment. Yeah, because that will probably bother me the next time I watch it now, too. <laughs> What's yours, Noel? You want me to go next? Well, yeah, I want to know your big because you have a big one. <laughs> yeah, I have a big one, and maybe this can be explained. But I've seen this movie a lot of times, and I don't think it's explained in the movie. Um, why the fuck? Because Elise is the expert, right? But this is uh, my moment. Is really Elise? Why the fuck did she decide to astral project Josh and hypnotize him in the second house? Why didn't they go back to the original house so he can be right next to his son when he goes into the further? She knows how everything works. She knows that 
the son is probably in the original house in the further. So why have Josh have to travel all the way through the further to the original house just to get to his son? It makes no sense whatsoever. <clears throat> they should have brought them both back to the original house and did it there. That way everything is right there and they don't have to travel as far. Um, I That bugs me every single time. I think it's kind of a plot hole. Um, I don't think it's really ever explained why they don't do that. Because and I asked Jackie this and she didn't know, but it it's not like it's been months and months, right? Like they still own that house, right? Like no, I, they I sold it. it's they did sell it. Yeah, they sold it. Yeah, they can't afford they can't they can't afford two uh, mortgages but, on a teaching salary. So <laughs> did they do another time jump that they just didn't explain? I do think that some. T- I don't think it's like cut and then like the next day. I think they it did like. It's not. Ex- I mean, I think we're supposed to understand that like a little bit more time has passed. That's why she's in shock really? when she sees the tiny Tim. But like, how much time has passed? Because they don't. To they, defend- the house has got to still be vacant, though. I mean, at least bring them know. outside the house or close to the house. I mean, I, I just it bothers me every time. I don't know why they do that. Dolan, but to does defend- she really know has the further works? I know she knows shit, but does she she's never been in it. Yeah, because, because she, she tells she tells travel. Josh. She said you have to go and get right. uh, get Dalton. He's lost in the further, and he's lost like in the house where he got captured in the first place. Because that was when he got taken. So, That's what were you gonna say, Jackie? To defend you, and I noticed that they said this. I don't know. Why I never noticed it. It was when Elise first came into the house with Specs <clears throat> and Tucker, and she's like, "Did you?" do reading on the first house and he specs was like oh no i didn't but i will go and do that yeah yeah there you go yeah so the house obviously hasn't been sold so they have no, access to that sold. original it's house definitely been sold he probably went i don't know if he knocked on the door and asked but there's no way they didn't sell it that's even bigger that i think you're even more if they overestimating how quick really it takes no to sense. sell a house like i don't think uh, it's been wait. months and months dude <laughs> And not in months. It hasn't it, been up in months. It takes a long time to put a house on the market and sell it. I don't I, know. I don't know. They definitely fuck. There's no way. You're really defending that? Ah, oh, damn. I thought that was going to be a universal. And I also like, think. You're right, I mean, Owen. I'm not going to defend it, but I also think that <laughs> I don't know if the further is like a like the further could be a maze even if they're in the original house because the further is not our reality. It's like you don't know even if he was in yeah. that house, he could still have to travel. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I, it's interesting because I never even thought about that whole scenario about bringing him to the original house even if it yeah because especially at the, the end he has to go from that house to the other house where his body is it's just it's just an unnecessary step that they could have avoided if they just went back to the original house so yeah that's my never split up moment it's it's just a little thing that i've that has always irked me that has that's never been explained i'll have to go on reddit and see if other people have well, pointed never that even, out or like, not. that was never even like a thing that i was like oh it, I never it's an obscure off. moment yeah <laughs> it's not like a literal split up moment like jackie's so Okay, mine's like so basic, but it's literally what kickstarts like the movie. I'm like, Dalton, why the fuck are you going into the attic by yourself, dude? That's mm. my first <laughs> that moment when he goes into the attic and he hears shit and he keeps going further into the attic, literally. So yeah, that mine's nice and he's mine's simple. I'm like, dude, I'm not going in a fucking creepy attic, even if well, I don't care. I'm not doing it. So yeah, he goes into the attic and he's the one who causes this fucking shit to happen when he I mean, of course, I'm going to pick the kid who does something stupid. So you're just anti, <laughs> anti-attic? 
just never I'm going to I'm anti-Dalton <laughs> going up there, and then he hears something, and instead of just, like, sprinting out of there, he just, like, turns around and waits and goes, for, I'm like, you're stupid, kid. Get the mm. fuck out of there, man. What are you does doing? He, so, does he hear something? I'm just trying to remember the scene. Does he, he hear something he before something. he goes on the ladder? He thinks or was he that sees after? something at first, and then he goes on the ladder, and then he thinks he hears okay. something, and that makes him fall. And then he falls, okay. and he gets he's, up again. Then he hears the crackling. He was trying to open. He was trying to the turn light, on the, the light. light. Because he thinks he's Yeah, okay. I thought he was just trying to turn it on to, so he can play with his toy, but he actually heard something or and saw again, something. No, he heard. Fucking attic. Yeah, he heard. Yeah, he, well, he thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, that's a good moment. So that's mine. Like, Dalton, dude, come on, man. Stay out of the attic, bro. Okay, so we got three <laughs> different characters. That's pretty cool. Uh, Jackie has Josh. And none of them are Renee. I'm so happy. Yeah. Well, because she's honestly really good character, but yeah. my can I say my second one oh, yeah, I was yeah, going to originally one, yeah, say? Yeah. So the first one I thought of, and then when this moment happened, I think I thought of it when we watched it today. Well, well like it, okay, but the Josh one. But the first one I had was just oh. a, like it didn't make any sense that Elise was like alone, like just sitting there on the couch. Like I feel like she should have at least been i guess she, she didn't want to be in the kitchen when he was eating or whatever but like well doesn't he place her oh at the very end after he yeah. kills her but doesn't he place her in the couch after he oh her? yeah that's I right she's him. no no was she sitting or standing i think she was standing because she took his takes his picture no because i can't remember if she was sitting and then she went to stand to take the picture and now that i'm thinking about it but i feel like specs and tucker they went into the van they're like packing all their stuff and she's just right. sitting there um so that was what my original one was gonna be um, that they shouldn't have split up. They should have just left together. Um, but then I s- saw the Josh moment. I'm like, no, I think that ticks me <laughs> off more. <laughs> that's a good one. That that's a good one. And I didn't even really think of that when I was watching that movie. So um, that's a that's a strong moment because it's really not like like you said. It's like wait, you did all of this and you're not going to make sure he gets to his body. He's like, you go ahead. I'll catch up. It is kind she of silly. Sure <laughs> she made sure way too late. That's the never she checked too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of silly. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got three different characters. So that this will be a good poll. Awesome. So let's get into these scores this now. Is be interesting. Overall Very scores. Interesting, this part. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. How I want yours? one of you I want Anthony to go first. I'll let Anthony go yeah, first because yeah. Jackie went first uh for the for the moment. I won't um, make her go first. And then I'll go second because i probably will be sandwiched in between really good scores so okay i think it'll be good if i go second <laughs> um i absolutely love this movie it's you know up like i said it's up there with supernatural horror wise it you know kickstarted one of my if you, you know if you watch our franchise episode it kickstarted one of my favorite horror franchises um this made it into my top 10 um i think the acting's perfect the characters i really connect with the scare, in my opinion, the jump scares are one of the most effective jump scares, and they're not like annoying. Like in certain mm-hmm. horror movies, if they do the fake out jump scares, I think these are really effective. Um, James Wan's directing, the writing is awesome. I don't think that it would have worked as well without James Wan behind the camera for the introduction to this franchise, and you could feel that. Um, I have a couple nit- my nitpicks where um, I think you could tell they have a tiny bit of budgetary issues because they did it so. Um, mm-hmm. quick and on the fly um, they didn't realize it's gonna blow up but like i'm fine with it because um you know the suspense and the atmosphere make up for it um like i said i think maybe like i agree with jackie that one scene should have probably been at night they're probably like oh we only are budgeted for this day you know <laughs> shit like that you know what i mean <laughs> um but other than little nitpicks this is up there man this might this is 
all time or um it's gonna be but it's the one of the best pg-13 horror movies that um that's ever made it's gonna be a it's gonna be a 9.4 okay awesome 9.4 that is a glowing score i love that mine it's not gonna be as high um i do like this movie um I I use you mentioned James Wan. Um, maybe it's a little unfair, but like knowing what James Wan is capable of, I I do like some of his movies a lot better. So I do get a little bit of a letdown that like maybe it is budgetary or something that he couldn't really do everything that he wanted to do. Maybe it's the fact that it's PG thirteen. Um, this this movie just it's very good. It just doesn't. I don't even really know if it's explainable because my nitpicks um, are similar to yours, Anthony, in terms of scope of like how important they are to like me liking this movie. I think it just doesn't strike a chord with me as much as it does with you guys. Um, the jump scares never really super impacted me the first time around. So I don't have that memory of, of that theater experience where I was like super. We talked about this with Paranormal Activity. Uh, that's one of my favorite uh, theater experiences that I was like totally invested in. I didn't really get that for this original movie. I do think it's a very strong movie, though. Um, if I had to say like an overall nitpick, and this is really for the entire franchise without too many spoilers. But I think that the further is so cool and that I want more f- scenes in the further. I, wa- I wish one of the sequels um really took us into the further like the entire movie and explained like more of the ins and outs of what goes on there and stuff they really you really don't get that in the sequels and i wish you got that somewhere in the franchise um in the first one too um because you're right anthony it's such a cool the astral projection and stuff it's such a cool concept and um i kind of wish we got a little bit of more of that but uh no this is this is a solid movie um the acting definitely um helps it a lot uh you really fear feel for renee um you're really rooting for josh to save dalton at the end i mean dalton is such a good kid actor um and and shout out to ty simpkins he's um they got the whole cast back for the new one and and i'm so (laughs) it's so it it plays so well and um, we actually said this um at when we left the theater like we're both so happy that they got um, like the same actors and stuff, especially Dalton, mm, because mm-hmm. he does a good job in this new movie, and it's 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 so nice that it's the same actor. So I really appreciate that. But yeah, the acting is um, probably the standout for me. I don't love the villains. Uh, you know me; I'm a villain guy. Um, I, I the, the 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 red demon and even the black bride. We don't really oh, get really? enough of the black bride um, for me to really love her. her. Yeah. yeah, the sequel's all about her, and we'll get into that next time. But um. I don't love the, the the villains either. Maybe if we had a little bit more emphasis on the villain, I would love it more. But it's not an all timer for me. Um, I'm gonna give this a a solid uh, seven point six. Okay, good. At least you're not in the six. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay. I'm trying to think. Um, I know it's hard. Yeah, we've been doing this for like almost you know thirty episodes now. So because I'm trying to think it. of what my favorite. I was look because I remember making because it's hard for me to think on the spot sometimes. 
I'm looking up. Remember when that thing on Facebook happened? I was like, oh, name your like each day, name like one of your favorite horror movies. Oh, like horror. Yeah. Right. So I'm trying to think of it in the avenue of what I put, which I'm gonna quickly say. Insidious. When was this? Two twenty twenty. Insidious, The Strangers, Paranormal Activity, Prom Night, Scream. I love Prom Night so much. With Which Britney one? Snow. The remake. The with remake. Yeah. I She's love a 2000s that movie. kid like us. I love that movie so much. Um, Orphan. That should be rated R. <laughs> that movie's messed up. Orphan, Conjuring. I don't know why I have one of Stranger Calls on here, but the I did love too. that movie. <laughs> yeah, the remake too. I do love that movie. That was another movie that got me to and Trick or Treat. Oh, and it. Okay. okay. So you like the supernatural, a lot of supernatural. Yeah, I, I getting a I getting a ghosty vibe from you. Yeah, I think that's why I love you know. Well, I do have a spooky sleeve here, guys. I do love. Um, well, not prom night. That's a little different, but yeah, yeah I guess all the other mostly. ones. So, Strange thinking in problem. regards of those, you know what? I think I'm gonna give it eight point five. Yeah, no, I was like really thinking eight point five. Very good. Okay, so not um like a perfect movie for you. But it's still very strong. 8.5 out of 10 is a very, very good score. So you think it's excellent, obviously. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. you wanted to come on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. For so. this movie. Not quite your favorite, though. I think, because I'm looking at these this list, I feel like I like It and Orphan more. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You like It more? Wow. You like I Orphan more. It. That surprises me more. <laughs> I, oh, I, I love, love Orphan. Orphan's good. No, it's good. It's good. I but. have a weird attachment to that movie. Um, people used to call me that girl all the time when I was younger. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so I'm surprised you don't hate it. <laughs> well, people, one of my best friends. The they time, called you Esther? They always called me Esther. That was an oh, inside joke. That name just gets me now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they would call me Esther. And and. Yeah, I feel like 8.5, that's mine. So what do we have? An 8.5 for Jackie, 7.6 for Nolan, and then I'm a 9 point, what did I say, 9.3 or 4? I can't remember. 4. I think you yeah, said 9.4. 9. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know, that's Anthony, if this was going to be like um, in the average. 9s for you, if this is like an all-timer yeah, all for one you. Of the, for, especially, if, I don't know, something about that it's PG-13 it that it really uh, for the pushes PG-13, the edge. Yeah. For PG, yeah, it's one of the better ones, really it is. Yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. All right. Well, that's that's about it. Um, before we before we end it, um, I know Ant, you wanted to shout out our last episode, right? Oh yeah. I mean, of course I do. Um, guys, <laughs> uh, right before the Fourth of July holiday, we released um our episode. I know you did last summer, and that one for me is, I mean, another all time. Right? I mean, watch that movie. My score is you know pretty up there. But um, it's a really good episode. Um, about a really uh good 90s slasher and we're 90s kids so we had a lot to say and uh it kind of got lost in the holiday shuffle i kind of wish maybe we did it a week earlier but um it's still there so make sure you guys check it out and we're gonna i wanted to wait to release that poll until we got more uh views on it so i'm gonna release that this week you know maybe a day or two before i release the poll for this and i'll just let them both run for the entire week so you guys are gonna have two polls to do this week and you know catch up on that episode and then watch this one as well so yeah 
Yeah, awesome. And we do can do Helen. an announcement. Do it for Helen Shivers, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and we can do the announcement for next week. Um, we are covering our first international movie. That's yes. this is gonna be a first for the podcast. We are covering uh Wreck. I I don't remember when it was made. Do you know the the gear? Early but um, 2000s. It's a Spanish movie, mm-hmm. Wreck. Um, people might be more familiar with the remake, uh, Quarantine, um, is the American version. But we're gonna we're gonna cover the OG, um, and get into that franchise. That's a that's a cool franchise, and I'm excited to cover our first foreign film. So that's gonna be fun. That'll Excellent be uh, choice that you made, by the way. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Jackie, have you seen Wreck, or have you just watched Quarantine? No, I know you're are fan we, of are you gonna do quarantine? I do love that movie. We're gonna do quarantine. We'll do it. We might, maybe we'll do it right after Wreck. Like not right, right after, but it'll be right. the next in the franchise to kind of compare yeah. the two. Okay. But uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about it for the future. But, no, um, I didn't watch it. Yeah, cool. Oh, good. Um, it's pretty much. One, yeah. yeah, it's pretty much the same movie. Like they, they, they pretty right. much did the shot yeah, for shot yeah. version. For, I feel like you said that audience, when we, because uh, we watched Quarantine after. But it's I a slightly different vibe because it kind of looks like it looks a tiny bit different, but it's it's mm. worth a lot. I mean, it's you know, watch it definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but for uh, until next time, uh, follow us on Twitter uh, at Never Split a Pod. We're also on Instagram at, at Never Split a Pod. Look for our polls. Thanks to everyone who is listening and watching on YouTube. Please subscribe to our YouTube. Um, we really want to get to 100 subscribers. I think we're stuck on 85 right now, so we would really yeah, appreciate it if Let's you yeah, if you uh, subscribe. Because more importantly, with YouTube, we unlock more features on that website, and we can interact with you guys more the more subscribers we get. I hate how they gatekeep that, um, but it is what it is. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. Um, follow us on Spotify and iTunes. We're now on uh, Audible and Amazon Music, so you can find us there if you prefer to listen there. But until next time, I'm Nolan. Uh, Thanks, everyone, um, for listening. And thanks to Jackie, my wife, for being the special guest for this special 30th episode. Uh, We hope you guys have a good week, and we'll see you next week. Uh, Take care. Bye.